customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. On today's Fantasy Baseball in 15, we'll anticipate the next wave of prospect call-ups. Like death and taxes, Dodger's been a Dodger. I have not had uh, three go-throughs yet. It works great in a fantasy. I'm just glad I am not at the dentist. Fantasy Baseball in 15 on The Athletic. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball in 15 for Friday, May 7th. I'm Al Melchior, and with me here to wind up a busy, busy week is Derek Van Riper. And DVR, um, I, I suppose the, the really big story today is one that maybe shouldn't, <laughs> at least on the surface, uh, really be a big story. Uh, and I'm talking about the Angels designating Albert Pujols for assignment. I didn't really expect that he was going to last the whole season with the Angels, uh, with that long, long contract finally winding down. But when I saw the initial tweet from from the Angels account, it, it was a little jarring. And I, yeah, I guess maybe I didn't expect it this soon. But, you know, emotions aside, I mean, there, there are a number of wrinkles to the situation now that we need to, uh, to pay attention to. So... Uh, the obvious one is Jared Walsh now playing first base full time, but I think his his uh, playing time was probably solidified anyway. But so the question is, who then fills Walsh's spot? That's where all the intrigue is. Um, where do you see this going in the short and the long term? So coming into the season, I thought with the delayed start to AAA, it was going to be Brandon Marsh getting to the big leagues before Joe Adele came back. And the reason I thought that was because Adele had such an inflated strikeout rate during the shortened season upon arrival that it was going to take him a few weeks to prove at AAA that the swing and miss problems he was having had been resolved. And I think that was actually a fair sort of expectation. A lot of times it's service time manipulation, but I don't think that was the case at all. I think the performance dictated time in the minors. The timing, though, right now is curious because Brandon Marsh has a shoulder injury. So he's not ready for the start even of the minor league season. He's not ready to join the Angels right now. So it might be someone like John Jay who has to temporarily fill that spot, and maybe they mix and match and platoon and just get by Taylor Ward against lefties, John Jay in there against righties for a couple of weeks until Marsh is healthy, or maybe they've seen something from Adele 
in the alternate site because it's not quite the same as last year at the alternate site. There were games being played. There were unofficial games without a lot of stats that are making it to the public domain. And it's possible that they saw what they needed to see from Adele and we'll get some news relatively soon that they're giving him another look. I mean, that wouldn't be the strangest thing in the world because the reason they DFA'd Pujols now is because they fancy themselves a team that could make the playoffs. And you don't have a below-replacement-level player playing often on a playoff-caliber team. So you have to put the first-ballot Hall of Famer credentials aside and just say, what's best for the 2021 Angels? That's what they did when they made this move. And what's best for them is getting one of those young outfielders up as soon as they have one who's ready because John Jay really is just a placeholder. Yeah, I think that much is obvious. And I'm just going to to read a tweet from the Athletics' Fabian Ardaya. This is from Wednesday. So before the, this move with Pujols was made, although um, you know reports came out on Thursday that this was something that the organization had been pondering for about two weeks. So I think this is all part of a piece here. But um, Fabian's tweet here, uh, again, going back to Wednesday, uh, quote here from Lou Marson, manager of the Angels AAA affiliate and one of several uh, development guys. Uh, this is I'm just reading directly from Fabian's tweet. One of several development guys uh, at the alternate site this spring. And uh, Marson said today that Joe Adele looked impressive and, quote, hit a bunch of homers, end quote, down in Tempe against the D-backs uh, at their alternate site and that Adele had been improved in the outfield as well. So I think, yeah, things have changed since we talked to Fabian during spring training, and he was pretty emphatic that Marsh would get the first the first shot, most likely. And again, Marsh's own indus- his own shoulder injury uh, changes that that calculation as well. But um, yeah, I think maybe there's there's been a flip here, and, and maybe we say see Adele first. But I mean, ultimately, you know, we're interested in finding out how do these both of these outfielders get up. And at this point, that's not really clear. You know, maybe it, it takes an, an injury. You know, um, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure how that works yet. The situation could be very fluid. So we're you know speculating here on who's first and and what the timetable is and all that. But it, yeah, exactly. It really depends on the development and the health of everybody involved. So it's, it's going to be a very interesting situation. Uh, that's for sure. And staying, staying on a similar track here, um, Jared Kelnick made his AAA debut on Thursday night. And this was uh, coming on the heels of a, a tweet from John Morosi of MLB Network, where he had said that he thought that Kelnick could make his debut for the Mariners sometime in the month of May. So, um, you know, the, we see this every year, you know, about this time of year, early May, mid-May, you know, we have our Fabapalooza and all the big name prospects come up. So it looks like we're, we're right on the heels of that. And I'll add one more name to the mix here, not certainly on the same level as Adele or Marsh or Kelnick, but a report here from Anthony DeComo of MLB.com that the Mets have told Khalil Lee, uh, the outfielder that they got in that three-team Andrew Benintendi trade, that Lee should be ready for a call-up. And this does have fancy implications because in 2019, Lee stole 53 bases at uh, AA Northwest uh, Arkansas. So there's certainly some appeal there. Where do you think Khalil Lee fits in the Mets outfield, though? Because that's a pretty crowded situation. And they brought a few veterans in that are pretty like, clear bench guys at this point. But when you look at them with health, I mean, it, it should be Dom Smith, Brandon Nimmo and Michael Conforto, do they see Khalil Lee as a guy they can put in center and possibly platoon with Kevin Pillar? 
Uh, that would, you know, I think that at least in the short term with the, the injury to Nimmo, um, you know, that seems the most likely path there. But what I hear you raising is, you know, longer term beyond that. And it's interesting because Dominic Smith's off to a, a pretty poor start. Um, I mean, Michael Conforto's not really hitting that great either, but I think he's probably got a, a lot more, um, you know, given a lot more slack. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is just a short-term thing for Khalil Lee, uh, assuming that it does happen. But, you know, I think sort of like that Angel situation, I think it's something that could develop over time based on on health and whether or not somebody like, say, Dominic Smith kind of gets, gets untracked. I think the Mets have also had the type of start where, I wouldn't be surprised to see a player like Dominic Smith get traded in June or July. I mean, they could move him to a team that is weaker at first base. He could play his natural position, and he'd no longer be looking over his shoulder, worrying about losing playing time late in games as uh, defensive replacements take him out, right? I mean, I think there's, there's a strong case for that if you're the Mets because the pieces just don't quite fit unless you can make it to 2022 and you're assuming you know the universal DH comes back at that point. Pete Alonso and Dom Smith share first base and DH, and the problem goes away. Yep, that, that's another outcome too. But you know, or maybe you know, Brewers, here we come. They could use somebody like a Dominic Smith. They could. <laughs> Speaking of the Brewers, uh, intent, uh, unintentionally smooth segue here because uh, we're going to talk about Corbin Burns and uh, a, a report here from uh, Tom Hodgecourt that uh, the timetable for Burns to return from the COVID injured list is uh, not going to be known until the towards the end of this week well you know we're not far from that but i take that to mean saturday sunday so uh for those of us who are wondering what to do with burns for next week stay tuned maybe we will hear something soon and uh news that certainly we uh you know are not eager to uh to hear um byron buxton with an injury a hip strain day to day but this does sound like the sort of thing that maybe would require an IL stint hard to say at this point but you, you just uh, you know you hate to see that with uh, as great as Buxton's been playing yeah I mean I know the extensive injury history of Byron Buxton is something that fantasy managers are frustrated by he has the combo of the kind of soft tissue problems that have put him on the IL but also extreme bad luck type things, multiple concussions, even going back to the minor leagues. So I think his lack of durability is also bad luck. It's not just that he's got a problem staying healthy. It's that he's been pretty unlucky throughout his career too. And given the step forward that he's taken and just mushed together 2020 and 2021 for him, he's got 22 homers and six steals in his last 62 games. That is just incredible to see that. So yeah, like Buxton's becoming the star he was expected to be as a prospect and another injury is cutting him down for now. I hope if it is an IL situation, it's only a couple of weeks before he's back out there and continuing his ascent toward being one of the league's best position players, because that's really what he has been over the past calendar year. Yeah, that is for sure. And again, Maybe doesn't even go on the IL. So uh, we've got the weekend to track that one. Uh, Jazz Chisel, maybe he comes back soon. Uh, he's been out with a hamstring injury, and he, for the first time since going on the IL, uh, took part in some baseball activity. So good development there for Jazz Chisel. Not such a good development for Carlos Carrasco, who just as recently as uh, a day or two ago looked like he might be back within a week or so. Uh, now uh, we're, we're reading that um, his progress is, is going a little bit more slow 
slowly than the Mets had hoped. So he's been moved from the 10-day injured list to the 60-day, which means the earliest that Carrasco can come back for the Mets is late May. So stash him for a little longer. He is the uh, the caliber pitcher that is worth stashing uh, that extra time. And so sticking with the Mets here, let's uh, talk about uh, just one or two standouts from Thursday. Uh, not a lot of uh, you know game-changing performances here, but I think one that's worth talking about is Taiwan Walker with a really nice start in St. Louis. Seven innings, no earned runs, one unearned run, just one hit, no walks. So pretty immaculate performance there. Eight strikeouts. And... Um, you know, a stat that I, I talk about on and off here, uh, DVR, is uh, Z contact, uh, the contact rate uh, on swings, on pitches in the zone. Walker's rate is outstanding, 78.9%. Anything below 80 is really very, very good. Um, overall, not getting, you know, an elite rate of uh, swings and misses, 10.7%. That's pretty standard, but getting a lot of called strikes and the contact he's allowing is typically on pitches that are, are outside of the zone and, and typically, uh, you know, create less damage. So pretty promising for, for Taiwan Walker. Yeah, the main thing with Walker for me is just similar to Buxton. Injuries have slowed him down, and he's finally sort of reaching that level we thought he could reach when he was a lot younger when he first broke in. In Seattle, I, I want to see if home run suppression is a skill that he's like really been able to pick up because even in the shortened season when he pitched well in 2020, eight homers and 53 in the third innings, homers were a problem for him then and they're a problem for him earlier in his career as well. So keeping an eye on that rate and the walk rate, but really like what we're seeing overall from Taiwan Walker. Yeah, very much so. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's take a look ahead uh, to Friday. Just a few streaming options here. I like really kind of like all of these. Rich Hill at Oakland. Uh, they're going with Sean Manaya. Of course, you never know how deep Hill might go or not go in the game. I'm always up for streaming Wade Miley. He's got uh, Cleveland. Uh, that's an away start for him. They're going with Zach Plezak. And then Mike Fultonevich gets the Mariners. Uh, you know, can see if he can no hit them. Uh, and Mariners have TBD listed, but. Uh, I think it could be Chris Flexen just based on, you know, the amount of rust he's had. So Hill, Miley, Fulty, uh, what are what are your uh, inclinations here? If I had to use one, it's Fulty at home against Seattle. It's just because he's at home and I like the matchup. I think Hill and Miley both kind of scare me a little bit in these spots. So I'd be very careful with them. Okay, and let's look even a little farther ahead to the weekend and Fab. I've already talked up Evan Longoria this week on the show. Um, picked him up in a 12-teamer this weekend. He's now he's available in the majority of leagues on ESPN, Yahoo, and even CBS. So um, at least check and see if he's out there because he's been one of the best power hitters in terms of exit velocity uh, so far this year. But I want to talk a little bit about Tyrone Taylor, DVR, because it seems like you're very excited about what he's shown so far. But where, where does the playing time come from? Well, I think it comes from the possibility of Avisel Garcia maybe playing his way out of a role at some point. The Yelich injury, of course, he's back on the IL. It would take basically Tyrone Taylor out hitting Billy McKinney to just take the full backup outfielder job away. 
that's what I see as his best short-term path. But I think the thing about Taylor that's really kind of caught my eye, he's hitting the ball really hard, especially when he hits the ball in the air. And I think this is a guy that's had a lot of injuries as a prospect. So when you look down at what he's done throughout his time in the minors, it's easy to get a little bit underwhelmed simply because the numbers don't jump off the page. So I just think it's one of those guys that years ago, people were a little bit excited about him in prospect circles. The luster has sort of faded, but we're seeing a player that actually does have the skill of hitting the ball very hard and possibly even filling in in center field if injuries strike the Brewers there again. All right. And on the pitching side, um, I really like Aaron Sanchez this week. Good matchups at home versus Texas on the road against the Pirates. Uh, I make the case in the planner. So uh, we just urge that maybe you go go check that out and talk about some other uh, pitchers and hitters to target for the week ahead. And we'll talk about that uh, a little bit on the Monday show as well. So uh, DVR, any final thoughts on the fab pool? No, looking forward to breaking it down on Sunday morning, though. All right. So yeah, be sure to listen then. Uh, in fact, I'll be joining you on that show. Um, so uh, we'll do that then. And again, talk it up a little bit more on Monday morning as well on this show. So uh, until then, for Derek Van Riper, I'm Al Melchior, and we will be back here on Monday. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.